that special time when you get alone with God and you pray and you read his word and you meditate on the goodness of the Lord? You know, that's how we grow in our Christian lives. Psalm 59, verse 10, David said this, My God, in his loving kindness, will meet me. It's in that quiet time, that special time of the day when we set it aside to be with God that he meets us in his grace and in his loving kindness. Well, good morning and welcome to Real Truth for Today. I'm your host, Pastor Jeff Shreve, and today is a special treat for me as uh, I welcome to the program a dear friend, somebody that God used in my life in such a special way. Um, Dave Collins was the Young Life leader uh, in Houston, and he worked in our school at Cypress Creek High School. And uh, when I first became a Christian, I dated this girl in high school who uh, was a Christian. I didn't know what a Christian was. Uh, I knew she was good looking. I knew uh, that I liked her. And so she agreed to go out with me and she would always want to take me to young life things. I didn't know what young life was. I I said, well, okay, I'll go with you because I like you. And so we went on a Tuesday, my first ever young life meeting. I went on a Tuesday night and this guy got up uh, this high school kid, and he shared his testimony about drugs and being in a band and coming to Christ. Well, that, that wasn't my scene at all because I was a an athlete, and I was a jock, and we didn't do drugs. We just drank, and so uh, I didn't really relate, and I thought, man, I don't like this Young Life thing. It's just like church on Tuesday, and I didn't like going to church, and so I remember telling her when we got to the parking lot, I said, uh, I feel like you tricked me. You told me we were going to this this fun thing. This wasn't fun at all. A young life, they ought to call it young death. And I said, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go with you anymore to these things. She said, okay, well, I'm not going out with you anymore. I said, oh, okay, well, all right, when's the next one? Because uh, I liked her and I wanted to be with her. And it was the next one that I went to, the next young life thing that I went to, where I heard a guy share his testimony and he was a guy I could relate to. He was a beer drinker. He was a, he was a little older. He was in his late twenties, and he was talking, sharing his testimony. He played football, and and uh, he was a a man's man. And he talked about getting in fights and getting drunk. And I was like, okay, this is a guy I can relate to. And then he talked about giving his heart to Christ. And um, it was that night. It was that was on a Monday night uh, in nineteen eighty, January of nineteen eighty that uh, I went home after that meeting, and I prayed to receive Christ. The Lord really showed me, Jeff, if you died, you wouldn't go to heaven. You have no basis to go to heaven. Uh, I knew I wanted to go to heaven. I just didn't know how to get there. And so that night, I just humbly and and, uh, repentantly, I got on my knees, and I said, Jesus, would you save me? And he did, just like he promises. Whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And he saved me, and my life began to change, and God used Dave Collins, the Young Life leader, in those early days of my Christian life in such a tremendous way. Dave and I became friends. Dave and I played tennis together, and Dave would talk to me about the Lord and how to grow in the Lord and how to have uh, a quiet time with the Lord. He'd answer my questions, and he has just been a dear, dear friend for all these years. Well, he has a brand-new book that he's just written called Walking with God, Experiencing His Love, Truth, and Promises, a 366-day devotional. And so, Dave, my friend, welcome to Real Truth for Today. Thank you for having me. It's fun to hear your voice. (laughs) Well, you sound great, my friend, even though you are a a, uh, retired guy now after how, how many years in the ministry, 35, 40? Uh, something like that. I didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it was 30 years at Young Life, right? That is correct. It's been probably at least 40. Yeah. So I'm well, getting God, old now. Oh, no, not at all. God has used you in a lot of lives, and uh, 30 years in high school ministry, uh, you meet a lot of people, and you impact a lot of people at a at a very important time in life. I know you did in my life. And, uh, you know, as Paul told Timothy, you know, uh, 
instruct to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Uh, you were uh, you were appalled to me, Dave, and I appreciate all the uh, the prayers and all the time that you spent with me. And uh, I want to just give our listeners some context. So uh, your life is really a, um, it's kind of a contradiction because what you did for ministry, especially working with high school students, young life, it's kind of the zany, crazy, uh, extroverted guy that they're looking for. Uh, that's not you at all, is it? Not even close. Uh, <laughs> God uh, has been working in my life from the beginning, but uh, I started out very uh, shy, very uh, uh, not self-aware, not confident. I went through some very tough times, and it wasn't until I I met him that he began the work of changing me, and I am much braver now and do things like— talking on the radio to people I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so even t- a thought of doing that. <laughs> so tell us how, how you came to know Christ. Okay, well, I grew up uh, in a family with uh, different faiths, or not different faiths, but thoughts, and there was a constant argument, and so I early on decided Christianity was not for me. I didn't know that Jesus was real or that he was anything more than a famous person. So I basically lived as an agnostic. Um, When I was in college, I worked the night shift to pay for college, and my boss was going through seminary and shared with me what he was learning uh, through the prophets. And it made me begin to think, and the question I'd live by is, who is Jesus? And if he's just a famous man, I don't need to listen to him. But if he is who he says he is, uh, the Son of God, uh, I should listen to him. And one day, I just realized it was true, went behind an acid tank at work and said, Jesus, I believe who you are, and my life is yours. Do with it what you want. And from that moment on, uh, it really began to change pretty radically. Okay, so uh, that was that was your that was after college or in college? I was in college. I was a sophomore in college. Okay, where'd you go to school, Dave? Uh, University of Houston. Okay, and you were studying to be a, a educator, a coach. That's correct. I had used uh, athletics, football, to find meaning in life and to feel like I had value. Uh, and so it ended up, that was a natural way to go in my education, too. Now, did you meet Sharon in college? I did. We met in college, and uh, actually shortly before this, that event, when I trusted Christ. So uh, she was the first person I told. <laughs> and so she was, Sharon was a believer at that time? Yeah, she believed in Christ when she was in the second grade. She went to a Christian school, and her teacher led her to the Lord. Okay, so uh, you you coached in Houston, in the Houston area, uh, for three years, and then tell us how you got involved with Young Life. I um, had been coaching and um, working in my church with the uh, youth group and Uh, Then the church built uh, a recreational facility, and they had some athletic fields. So they asked me to come on staff and develop programs for those facilities. And in the process, I started working with neighborhood kids who were coming in to play games and stuff and met a young life leader who was working with some of the same kids. Uh, And in that process, Young Life asked me to come on staff, so I started doing Young Life and led the first club I ever saw, so it was kind of a wild start, and uh, I can't believe I made it. (laughs) So Young Life, you have to raise all your own support, right? That's correct, so I did that as well. Okay, that's way out of your comfort zone. Way out, just like this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
So you're you're you know, pretty much your whole life is way out of your comfort. Your Christian life is is living out of your comfort zone. You're you're out of the boat on the water with the Lord. Is would that is that is that a fair assessment? That is a fair assessment. Very early on, I got a life verse: First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in Him. So. I have believed that and trusted that, and I pray that pretty much every time I'm about to do something scary. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's in his hands. So, so Dave, when we think about because I was thinking about this this morning, uh, 1 Peter 4.10, As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So what would you say your spiritual gift is? Encouragement. Uh, so it's it's not evangelism, uh, but I did it I, the work of an evangelist. But God used me uh, to encourage people. So really, He used me to develop leaders. Uh, several folks, uh, kids in young life, and and even after, uh, ended up going on the mission field or into ministry, pastors, that kind of stuff. Uh, some people that are still on staff in Young Life were my kids. So uh, I, I didn't plan that. I didn't think of that, but that's that's how he used me. And really, my <clears throat> thinking is um, that this book may be part of that process as well. Amen. So let's, uh, let's talk about walking with God. How did this book come into being? I was leading a small group. And uh, it was a 20-something age group. Uh, They uh, challenged me one day. They said, okay, Dave, would you do a thought a day on Facebook for a month? And I said, sure. And I did it. And um, they said, okay, do another month. And we ended up going for a year. And at the end of that time, several of the couples began to move and transfer, and so the the group just disbanded. But three couples said, would you convert those thoughts into a devotional book? And I said, sure, I'll do that. And it's taken several years, but that's, that's what this book is. It's a result of that work, those people, and my promise to them. Now, Dave, the the way you put this together is it is it like thematic for the month, or is it just uh, random thoughts each day? How did you do that? I would say it's a mixture. There, it has a little bit of a randomness about it, but I tried to put certain thoughts together so that it makes sense. But I also have at the beginning of each month. Um, my wife calls it a poem. It's really a statement based on mainly the I am statements of Jesus. And so I, I say something about Jesus uh, that he said, and then because uh, of a certain thing, and then how that plays out. So um, I could give you an example. So for October, it says, um, yeah, I'm looking uh, at it here. I, I'm the true vine. Okay. Yes, and my, and my is father the is the gardener. Yeah. Uh, so my thought is he is humanity's support and source of nourishment because as the vine, he holds us up. He's the support we need when we're weak. He's the support we need for the responsibilities we bear. He is the support we need for the pain we bear. He is the support we need for the emotional weight we bear. He is the support we need against the attacks of Satan and the world. He provides all we need to be fruitful. He keeps us rooted and stable against the storms that come. So this month has those things built into it along with other thoughts that may tie in in various ways. Amen. Well, we're talking to uh, Dave Collins. He has a new book out called Walking with God, Experiencing His Love, Truth, and Promises. It's a daily devotional, and Dave is the guy that God used in my life early in my Christian life to help me develop a walk with God. You're listening to Real Truth for Today, and I'm your host, Pastor Jeff Shreve, the pastor of First Baptist Church in Texarkana, Texas. We're going to take a break. Don't go away. 
Fall share is coming October 11th through 13th. I just thank God every day I found you guys. I was visiting my sister-in-law in Jacksonville, and I found you guys on the radio station. When I got home, I looked you guys up, and you guys weren't available here, but I got the app, so... I thank God every day I found your station. You guys really helped me out. Through listener support by the grace of God, AFR has ministered to listeners across the country for more than 40 years. I would ask you what part of Connecticut you're from, but it's so small, I figure you're close to everything, right? Yeah, I'm from the capital, Hartford. Okay, yeah. Hartford. That just goes to show you, James, what you're talking about. When we created our AFR app, It just uh, opened the world up to us. Now people can listen anywhere in the world, just like James does in Connecticut. Fall share is coming October 11th through the 13th, and it's an opportunity for you to partner with us as we bless listeners with God's truth and love. I donate monthly to AFR. Thanks for your support during share We're wrapping up our study in the book of Ephesians this week. Find out how being united with Christ transforms our lives and gives us true and lasting peace. Then we'll begin our next series by taking a closer look at John the Baptist's powerful preaching. That's on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Truth For Life, weekday mornings at 1130 Central on AFR and online at AFR.net. Today's Issues is American Family Radio's flagship program featuring AFA President Tim Wildman. They're going to deny this till the Lord comes back. Right. And others, staff and friends of the American Family Association. Did they leak this? Was it intentional? Was it an accident? We want more answers. It's a part of history. You know, we need to know. Today's Issues, with the help of American Family News, making sense of the issues of the day. Weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-45-BIBLE. That's 833-45-BIBLE. 833-45-BIBLE. Welcome back to Real Truth for Today. I'm your host, Pastor Jeff Shreve. We're talking to my dear friend, Dave Collins, who has a new book out called Walking with God. It's a daily devotional. It says experiencing his love, excuse me, truth and promises. You know, as we think about our Christian lives and you think about the question, what is what is your Christian life? What is it all about? One of the things that you have to say concerning your Christian life is a, the Christian life is a walk with God. Enoch is the first one in the Bible that is said to have walked with God. And Enoch walked with God 300 years. And Enoch was not, for God took him. But before God took him straight to heaven, he obtained this testimony that he pleased God. He had a solid walk with God, not a few steps, but he walked with God for 300 years. So Dave, let's talk about walking with God. Uh, If you can turn your radio down, that would be great. Um, But walking with God, uh, let's kind of delve into that. What does that mean to you? It's... uh a daily awareness of his presence, um, trying to see him in what's going on around you and being a part of that. Um, it means uh, listening to his voice, which you're going to hear more clearly in Scripture, so it means spending time in his Word um, and just listening to what he's saying and asking yourselves questions about 
what does this mean to me and what am I doing that's different than what he's saying or how do I need to apply that in my life, what he just said to me in his word? Well, Dave, what I, yeah, for sure. What I love about your book is it's, uh, it's a good supplement. You have, you started out every day, starts out with scripture, a scripture reading, a verse or several verses, and then you just kind of, uh, uh, give your thoughts on those verses, and it's it's not overwhelming. It's not like reading, you know, ten pages. It's a it's a devotional, and so devotional thought, and it's a way uh, that Christians can uh, think about things that they might not have thought about otherwise. I think I think that having a quiet time for people can be a little scary. They don't know what to do. The the Bible is a big book, and so. Um, did you see when you wrote this that this is just a way to help people uh, get into the Word of God and, and, and not be so overwhelming? I don't know that I thought of it that way. I, I was ta- asked to expand on the thoughts I had shared with people in my group, and I tried to tie those thoughts to what God said. I didn't want to just give you know, just random thoughts. I wanted it to be God speaking. So it's tied to a verse. And like you said, I, I give a verse and then I, I talk about what it, what it says, and then a little bit about what it means and maybe how it applies to us. And then I end it with questions that say, what do I do with this? Uh, and in the process of doing that, it's like having a conversation with God. It's, um, you know, the front cover of the book is uh, a picture of my wife walking on the beach, and she would spend time in quiet places like that and have those kind of conversations with God. And I have spent a lot of time uh, in the wilderness and back places doing the same thing, just listening and trying to understand and try to say, okay, what do I need to do in my own life to walk in step with him? Oh, that's excellent. And, uh, you know, I've, I've heard it said that it, it's good to find a special place. And we talk about having a quiet time, um, find your special place, whether it's your den or an office or outside on your back patio, but some special place where you say that that's where I meet with God. Um, Dave, I love the cover of your book because that's your artwork. You're an artist, and you painted that picture that's used for this cover. Yes. Um, it's part of uh, who I am. I, I, I'm i trying to be who God created me, created me to be. I have a thing on my uh, uh, mirror in the bathroom so that I see it every day. It says, Honor God today by being who he made you to be, by doing what he built you to do, do it with a good attitude and with a a thankful heart. And I remind myself every day when I look at that, and in a sense, that begins my walk with him for the day. Um, So those thoughts pop up in my mind as I go through the day, and, and I try and tie it all together. And I've done a lot of thinking. You've said I'm a quiet guy. My wife laughs at me. I love to sit in a a dark room and just think. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing because you can see me doing it. Um, So in quietness like that, I I do a lot of thinking, and I I know how I'm built, um, and I'm working to put those things uh, in God's hands. So I, I use my art for him and, um, the, the words that I say and all, even in writing, uh, it's all about him. So Dave, now do you have a website where your artwork is featured and along with the book? Uh, yes, davecollinsart.com. All right, Dave is an exceptional artist, and it's mostly, uh, is it acrylics or oils, or what do you do, Dave? It's oils. Uh, it's oils. Yeah. And I mainly uh, have focused on landscapes and the, and nature. I have this thing, I want to bring the beauty of God's creation 
into people's homes. Uh, I've made a, I also have a mission, a personal mission statement. Um, it says, I'm called to express the beauty and wonder of God verbally in writing and visually so that people will be drawn to deep relationship with him. And so that's probably a, a main reason I focus on landscapes and and nature. Hey, Dave, let me ask you this, because uh, you were very instrumental in my life when I was a brand new believer. And uh, as as you got to see a lot of people come to Christ and you helped them in those those early days and months and years, um, you know, when people think about a quiet time, uh, you know, they say, well, I, I didn't feel anything. You know, I, I, I prayed, but I don't don't know if God's listening, you know, and I, I read the Bible and, and maybe I don't get a lot out of a, a particular passage that I'm reading. What would you say to encourage somebody in the quiet time and in their walk with God? Well, I could say to you, you're married, and I know you have a good marriage, and I suspect some of your conversations uh, with your wife don't feel like they're impactful at the moment, but you may remember something later. Uh, But the conversation itself is part of the relationship, and uh, we don't necessarily have to have these deep feelings all the time, but we must share ourselves with another person in order to have a deep relationship. And so a quiet time is that. It's a conversation with God. And sometimes I have the same thing where I wonder, you know, was he there? Uh, what was going on? And then other times it's so overwhelming. I'm, I'm, I've actually come to tears at times just knowing that God was telling me to do something. I mean, it happened when I was writing this book a couple of times when I was struggling. Uh, right. But he he speaks to you. He really does, and uh, and it doesn't have to be. You know, as newborn babes long for the pure milk of the word that by it you may grow with respect to salvation. It's it's the day by day time with the Lord that helps us grow. We, do, we typically don't grow a bunch in one day. It's, it's just consistent time with God. Um, Dave, let me ask you this question. I'm sorry. Let me ask you this question because uh, you knew me back in the early days. Um, and I, I've never asked you this before, but uh, what did you see in me? Was this just uh, this, this kid? I don't know if it's genuine or not. What, what's he all about? What would you say to that? There was no, yeah, there was no question about your genuine faith because I saw the transformation. You were kind of a wild little guy, uh, <laughs> and not a little guy, <laughs> but you were all about basketball and your your friends, and they were not walking with God at all. Uh, and so that was probably how I envisioned your life going. But I saw you really searching. And if you remember, our first times together were, uh, and it, I think it was your, your pushing that made it happen. It wasn't mine, but you said, uh, or ask if we could get together on Fridays at lunch. Mm -hmm. And I said, sure. Why don't you read? And if you find anything you don't understand or want to talk about, that's what we'll talk about. And so it was really your questions that came on those Fridays, and I saw you asking really deep questions and things that you didn't understand or wanted to know more about or at least think through. And I find that to be the case in all of our lives. We read things and don't understand what God's saying, and it helps to have someone to talk that over with, um, especially someone who's walked with God for a while. Right. Um, and cares about you, too. Right. So we, we had a deep friendship pretty quickly, I felt. Well, I remember we played tennis together, and you always beat me in tennis. I wasn't. I was a decent Absolutely. athlete, but I wasn't a <laughs> tennis player. Um, but you, you, uh, you helped my tennis game for sure. Um, you know, I appreciated that about you. And I think, Dave, that is your that is your sweet spot as God has gifted you to be an encourager, to be a small group leader and uh, and a one on one discipler. You are great and are great at that. And uh, that made a huge difference in my life. I'm very grateful. Thank you so much. Um, 
Sometimes I don't see that. I've been surprised at times when people tell me I made a difference. Do you remember when you did this or that? And I don't remember. But that's that's good because that means God was at work. Uh, so anyway, I, I do appreciate it. I, I love, as I get older now, remembering uh, old friends and, and trying to reconnect even with some. Amen. Dave, what would you say to the person that feels like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have the the abilities to do a lot of things in the Christian life. I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm the one talent guy. And we have a lot of people that, that feel like that and they bury their talent in the ground. Jesus told that parable about the person that, that did that. Some people are five talents. Some people are two talents. Some people are one talent. Um but what would you say to encourage the person that says, I'm only one talent? How can that person serve the Lord and make a difference? God built us with a purpose. Uh, another verse that I, I think of all the time is Ephesians 2. It's really 8 through 10, but verse 10 is key in that question. It says, uh, um for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. So it's like I look on that mirror. It says that he built me to do something. So uh, we all are built that way. So he has a purpose. We just have to discover what that is and trust him in it. I grew up as a complete loner. I felt like a total loser without confidence in anything. At one point, I was suicidal, and it was only as I walked with Christ and I began to discover that He wanted me to do things, and, you know, people asked me or whatever. I, did, I didn't change overnight, I, but I was a totally different person when you met me than when I was in high school. Uh, and willing to do things I would never have thought of doing. Um, do you have time for a story or, or not? We, we, we have about two minutes. I'll tell it real quickly. Okay. In elementary school, I was in a music class. The teacher stopped the class and said, okay, we're going to sing individually. She went down each row and had the person stand and sing a song. I was in the middle of the class. I stood up and gave it my best, and she said, pointed at me and said, you're the one, you sound like a dying pig. <laughs> Everyone in class <laughs> laughed like that and worse, yeah. and I made a vow at that moment that I would never allow people to see that I'm a loser. And so I tried to hide in my life. God is the one that brought me out of hiding. He helped me discover my giftedness what I'm good at, what he wanted me to do, and it's his strength in me that gave me the, the ability to do what I'm scared to do, even Amen. talking on a radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done a tremendous job. So the book is called Walking with God, Experiencing His Love, Truth, and Promises. The author is Dave Collins. This is a 366-day devotional. It has his artwork on the cover. And Dave, tell them again where they can get the book and where they can view your art. Okay, you can get the book on Amazon. Just go to Amazon, uh, to the book section, write Walking with God by Dave Collins. It'll come up either as a paperback or a an e-book, Kindle book. Uh, and you can also see it there in, on uh, DaveCollinsArt.com on the Internet. Amen. Dave, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for uh, how you invested in my life, and thank you for being my guest on the program today. And God bless you and your sweet wife, Sharon, and uh, your children. And how many grandkids? Seven. Seven grandkids. Two children, seven yeah. grandkids. That's a pretty good uh, return. It is. I'm blessed in ways beyond imagination, and you're part of it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing with me uh, and allowing me to share my, my life. Amen. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you, my brother. 
Well, you've been listening to Real Truth for today, and we're going to come back after the break and take your calls, 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. As we talk about having a quiet time, how to walk with God, how to pray, and how to hear His voice through the Word of God. Call in, and let's have a conversation. When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. AFA is no longer dependent on Facebook or YouTube to live stream our original programming. As of now, American Family Radio shows like Today's Issues, The Court, Airing the Addisons, and The Hamilton Corner are streaming live on the AFA streaming app. Independent live streaming is the next step as we come out from among them and separate ourselves unto the Lord. Search AFA Streaming or visit streaming.afa.net to sign up. The following is not an actor, but a real life story from Trinity Debt Management. The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. When I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. There were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on a track to mitigate the credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. We've always had an interest. God has given us a gift of being able to help a lot of people with their finances and budgets and stuff. Bernie and Alice Larson are faithful supporters of the American Family Association. We were thinking about the charitable gift annuities, and we'd never heard of that before, but we thought, well, we'd always wanted to leave some of our money with, for God, but we didn't know where or how. And it, we felt like this was put into our laps as answer to our prayers as to what we could do after we're gone. The Larsons learned that a charitable gift annuity from the AFA Foundation would provide them with monthly income for life, as well as supporting the American Family Association into the future. You can learn more about charitable annuities and other financial products at afafoundation.net or call 800-326-4543, extension 345. You just can't outgive God, and He just keeps pouring back into us. Welcome back to Real Truth for Today. I'm your host, Pastor Jeff Shreve. I'm the pastor of First Baptist Church in Texarkana, Texas, and the founder of From His Heart Ministries. From His Heart is heard every weeknight at 6 p.m. Central Time right here on American Family Radio. Well, it has been a joy for me in the last two segments to talk to uh, my dear friend and somebody that God used in my life in those early days of my Christian journey, Dave Collins, talking about his new book, Walking with God, Experiencing His Love, Truth, and Promises. It's a daily devotional, and uh, it's very easy to read, and it has great questions in it. You know, uh, a lot of us kind of struggle when we look at the Bible. It just seems like such a huge book, and we don't know where to start, and lots of people start in Genesis. I mean, that seems to make sense. That's the first book of the Bible. So, all right, I'm supposed to read the Bible. I'll start in Genesis. And Genesis goes fine until you hit Genesis chapter 4 and Genesis chapter 5, and you read all these names that you can't pronounce, and it starts to sound like a Hebrew telephone directory, and you get bogged down, and you're like, ah, I can't do this. I, I don't understand this, and, and what's the point of this? And, and so we, uh, we can kind of uh, give up studying the Bible 
uh, right off the bat. Well, having a quiet time is spending time with God. I always encourage new Christians. I said, let's not start in Genesis, although Genesis is a great book. I'm preaching through Genesis on Wednesday nights at, at First Baptist Texarkana, but start in the New Testament. I, I'll tell new believers, hey, start in the Gospel of John. You know, the Bible is not one book. It's 66 books written by 40 different authors over a period of about 1,600 years, and uh, it's all put together in one book, but it's really 66, and it's written in different time periods. And so start in the book of John, and uh, John is just 21 chapters, and you can read through John just one chapter a day. I always tell people, too, don't read for distance. Read for depth. It's better to read five verses and really let those resonate in your heart than to read five chapters and can't remember anything that you read. And so a quiet time is just time you spend with God. It's time that you shut everything else out and you just hear from the Lord. As you read his word, he speaks to you. And as you pray, that's you talking to him. And just like any relationship, how do we grow in a relationship? Well, you, you talk to the person, and you listen to the person talk to you, and you share uh, deep, more and more deeply the things in your heart. And with God, he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and uh, we can share anything with him, and we can come to him. As the Bible says, we can come boldly before his throne of grace. We don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are yet without sin— Therefore, let us draw near with confidence. That word means boldness to speak. Confidence to the throne of grace. God's grace is his unmerited, undeserved favor. That we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have a wonderful friend and Savior and King and, and uh, Father in the Lord. And so we can trust him no matter what. And he wants to spend time with us. My God, as David said, in his loving kindness will meet me. And every time, whether we feel it or not, every time when we come before the Lord with an open, honest, and humble, repentant, contrite heart, we can hear from God. You come before the Lord with a prideful heart, God's opposed to the proud. But you come with a humble heart, he gives grace to the humble. Well, I'd love to take your calls, 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. And let's talk about this thing called walking with God, this thing called having a quiet time. And we have Donna on the line from New York. Donna, welcome to Real Truth for Today. Donna, are you there? Hi. Well, I'm here. This is Donna from Texas. Oh, it said New York. I'm sorry. Oh well, Don't. I used to. I did come to Texas from New York. Okay, oh, okay, that's good. Nice, I guess, huh? Yeah. Well, go <laughs> Let ahead. Let me just say first. Okay, thanks. I love your show, and I think that I there's a couple of um, ladies that I mentor, and I, to one, have recommended that she and her husband listen to you and Debbie when Debbie is on, of course, um, at least daily. You know, because you always have some. Excellent encouragement of, of, you know, a right word in, in, in the right season and that type of thing. So thank you. Thank you for what you oh, do. Thank you, Donna. We appreciate it. You're welcome. And I wanted to just comment on quiet time. I didn't listen to the whole show, so I don't know your last guest name. But um, it just really resonated with me. When, and when he said sitting in the dark, you know, I do that too. I get up at four in the morning. Sometimes the Lord wakes me up at three, like this morning. And we just spend that. It's like the whole world is asleep. It's mm-hmm. just me and him. And we just spend that time. I laugh. I cry. I sit. I think. Sometimes I talk. But I do a lot of listening. Mm. And I just recommend it, like he said, for relationship. I mean, that's what we do. Like you and Debbie, I'm sure there there are times when y'all just sit and just sit and don't Mm -hmm. say a word to one another. Mm -hmm. But you enjoy that relationship. So just wanted to make those comments. And thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you, Donna. So sweet. You're exactly right. Yeah, we we sit with the Lord and uh, we think on you know we think on His Word. So sometimes, like I said, we don't have to read for 
for distance. We can read for depth, and we can take a verse of Scripture and just really think about it. Uh, think, you know, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33. Uh, don't worry about tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You can just meditate on those verses, Matthew 6, 33 and 6, 34. Uh, thinking about Luke chapter 10 with Mary and Martha. Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only a few things really matter, really only one. For Mary, who is seated at the Lord's feet listening to his word, for Mary has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her. And so that time where we just sit at the Lord's feet and we listen to his word and we share our hearts with him, um, and that is special time, and that's what helps us grow. So, Donna, God bless you, and thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you for your encouragement. We have Mark from Jackson, Mississippi on the line. Mark, welcome to Real Truth for Today. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Uh, you may hear some background noise. I'm sorry. I'm cutting greens right now, so I'll talk to that, and hopefully you can hear. Uh, what I wanted to say is basically what you were saying about the depth and not reading for distance. Uh, right now, I have read through the Bible. I, I'm reading through it a couple of times. And so right now I'm going through chronologically, and you were talking about the Old Testament. And it just I got, kind of got tickled at what you were saying about uh, the Hebrew songbook. Uh, but um, all that being said, it's all the wonderful stories that are brought to life when you do it for depth, when you hear what God is saying to you, and you just take your time to, as they say, kind of ease through it and not hurry through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, well, I, I will say this, Mark, and I love the Old Testament. And so here, here is something, if, if a listener is saying, I really don't know how to approach the Bible because it's overwhelming to me, uh, here, here's a good quiet time plan. Now, I think Dave's book, Walking with God, is of great help because it, it's very easy to incorporate that in your, in your daily time with the Lord because it, it doesn't take a lot of time. He's not writing pages and pages for the day. It's, it's typically one page and some questions and thoughts. But here's what I try and do. Read a proverb every day. There are 31 proverbs, proverb a day. I was told early in my Christian life, a proverb a day keeps the devil away. Just kind of a funny little saying. But uh, so one proverb a day, normally it's 30 verses or something like that. Read a, a psalm or two a day. If you can read five, that would be great. But that sometimes that gets, that gets long. So just a few psalms a day. And then one chapter in the Old Testament, as you read through the Old Testament, one chapter in the New Testament. And that's a great uh, time of reading. It's balancing it out. Proverbs gives you wisdom. Uh, Psalms is so raw and true to life. It's just the emotional side uh, of life as David shares his heart. And, uh, and then just pray those things back to the Lord. Lots of people don't know what to pray. I always tell people, hey, as you read the Bible, when, you, when God has a verse of Scripture jump out at you, pray that back to the Lord. Say, Lord, I want to have a thirst for you like this psalmist. As the deer pants for the water brook, my soul pants for you, O God. My soul yearns for you uh, as, a, as a man in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Say, God, I want to have a thirst like that for you. And, and you read about David, a man after God's own heart. God, give me a heart like that, that I would have a passion for you that would far exceed my passion for anything else. But in the Old Testament, uh, you, you read such tremendous stories. Uh, the Old Testament is, is a lot of, of uh, chronology of what is going on, and it gives you history. And so they're just rich stories about um, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and and Joseph, and Moses, and, and David, and Solomon, and all those names that you know about, and uh, really helps you, and it helps you in church to understand what is being discussed and what is being talked about. So, uh, Mark, great comment. I appreciate you calling in, my friend, and uh, God bless you, my brother, as you study his word. Well, we have Diane from Texas on the line. Diane, welcome to Real Truth for Today. God bless you, sir. Um, I, I have a question about where you've ministered. Um, 
Did did you ever minister in Denton, Texas? Uh, I have not ever done anything in Denton, Texas, so no. Were you confusing well, me with somebody else? I, uh, the reason I ask is I had a preacher step up to me when I was going to TWU and ask me, I'm going to minister to these women, and it, it's a big gay um, population, and I had been delivered from that by yeah. the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. And um, this minister, his name was Jeff, asked me, how should I preach to these people? And I told that person, um, just minister to the brokenhearted. And I heard you say that once. And, and that's all. That's all I wanted to know if you'd ever been in Denton. Yeah. No, I, I haven't, Diane, but I appreciate you sharing that. And yeah, I was taught in seminary, and this is so true. I forget who said this, but it's so true. In, in every pew, there's a broken heart. And so as preachers, we need to remember, hey, we comfort the afflicted and we afflict the comfortable. Both those things need to take place, and those who are hurting need to know that God loves them. He's near to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. But those who are comfortable and just kind of, uh, you know, the church in Laodicea type experience where you, I'm rich and in need of nothing and you don't know that you're wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, as the Lord says in Revelation chapter 3. So both those things need to take place uh, so that those who are hurting and need a touch and a word and a, and a word of encouragement from the Lord, they get that. And those who are in, in uh, danger because they're they're not walking with the Lord. They need to hear, hey, God is uh, the king of the universe. He's the most important person in all of life, and you need to live your life to serve him and to love him and to know him and to grow in him. And so uh, both those things need to take place. But God bless you, Diane. God bless you as you minister, and, and thank you for sharing your testimony, how the Lord delivered you from uh, a lifestyle that was uh, that was and is destructive, and he has, uh, as it says in Psalm 40, he's uh, lifted me up from the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. So God bless you. Thank you for calling in today. Well, we have been talking today about walking with God. That's what the Christian life is. It's not a run with God. It's not a crawl with God. It's a walk with God, step by step. And uh, as it says in Psalm 119, Lord, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And God shines his word step by step. And that's how we walk with God. It's just step by step by step. Have you noticed this about the Lord? He doesn't show us uh, very, uh, really hardly ever does he show us the, the future for our lives. He just shines his his word and his light on our next step because God wants us to trust him step by step, day by day. If the Lord showed you where you're going to be five years from now or 10 years from now, maybe it would scare you. You know, if, if God had shown me when he first saved me, hey, I'm going to I'm going to call you and you're going to be a preacher and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. and You're going to do the other. Well, I wasn't ready to, to hear that. And that would have really scared me. I didn't like to speak in front of people. And so that would have really scared me. But the Lord didn't do that. He he helped me grow day by day, step by step. It's a walk with God. And so I encourage you to uh, check out DaveCollinsArt.com. You can see uh, beautiful artwork, and you can find out about his book, Walking with God, Experiencing His Love, Truth, and Promises in this daily devotional. And Dave is the real deal. He is a humble man who walks with God, and he has made a great difference in my life. So I praise the Lord for him. And I praise the Lord for you. Thank you for listening each, uh, each morning as we come together for real truth for today. Hey, remember the two words, shine and share. Shine for Christ and share what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And God will use you as a blessing in the lives of others. We're called to be his witnesses. So let's witness as we shine and share. God bless you. I'll be with you again tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American